Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ED. Oh. So two games, that'd be two wins, that'd be considered a streak, right? That's a streak, man. That's a that streak. Is, that's a streak. Oh. We're going streaking. We're going streaking. <laughs> going through the quad. Come on. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast of the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. A plenty to get to on this show. Niners win their second in a row. A uh, 20-point win over Jacksonville in Jacksonville, although you couldn't tell by all the red that was there inside the stadium. We'll talk about that, talk about how this team actually is streaking at this point in time and what exactly does all of it mean. Um, so we'll break all that down for you. Uh, it's a win, ED, so we got to bring back our game balls, right? We got to hand off some game balls as well coming off coming off this win, so we'll get into that. But, of course, as always, want to remind you, uh, to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead, hit that like button. Uh, hit us up on social media. I'm at our Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. That's four, as in we're halfway there in terms of the Niners' current win streak. It feels good to say win streak. Huh? I'm just going to keep saying win streak because I haven't really been able to say win streak. So I'm just going to keep saying it. In a while. In a minute. I'm just going to keep saying it. Um, as always, we're brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. It's Thanksgiving, and we all know what that means. Football. But really, I'm really more in tune to the spread. But football, of course. Yeah, you know you're going pies and pies and meat. <laughs> sweet potato pie. That's that's right. Let's let's, let's get it right. Sweet potato pie, a little peach cobbler. Absolutely, all of that. Um, and so turkey, no swine over here. No swine. Leave the swine off my plate. Um, but uh, yeah, for sure. And so, better line, look, they got you covered. Obviously, you got all the football going on. You got college hoops going on. Uh, big number one versus number two matchup in college hoops going on. That took place uh, on last night, UCLA and Gonzaga. Um, I know Eric is, was really excited about that one, obviously. Um, but look, we got a bunch of stuff going on. You got the NBA going on as well. You got hockey, NHL, um, everything. Whatever you want, Bet Online has it. So head on over to Bet Online, and, and they have a brand new updated desktop and, and a website. And go head over there, sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus with the promo code Believe to receive your bonus. That's B L E A V. So head on over there, bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Um, ED, yeah. uh, game balls. Game balls. Coming off that win uh, in Jacksonville, as impressive as it was, uh, who, who are you giving the game ball to, ED? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? I got a game ball for Debo. I'm going with the low-hanging fruit. Um, but the reason I'm going there and I'm giving him the game ball is because 
you gotta have somebody step up and say, I'm that dude and be that dude every single week, every single play. You don't always say your stars gotta be stars. Your, your, your stars gotta play like stars. Your role players gotta know their role and they have to they have to take pride in it and be efficient in it, and then you get a few surprises. But a star's gotta be a star. They didn't have a star at the wide receiver position. Debo said, you know what? Since nobody else wants to claim it, I'll take it. And um, he's he's been doing it. We said early on, like, okay. It was like after about like week three, you know, you and I were talking about that. I was like, okay, this this dude is just showing that's that's how he's gonna play now. And I was like, let me see if, if that's who he is. I want to see him keep doing it. He's continued to do it. That's my guy. Um, that's my game ball for this week. Um, I think we agree on this one this week. Uh, Debo, um, I, I got to shout out Wilson. I got to shout out Jimmy G as well. Um, I, I thought I thought Jimmy G uh, played, played a, a pretty good game. I thought Wilson uh, did well as well with all the, the carries that he was able to get. Um, but Debo... For the simple fact that not only not only is it everything that you said, but it's it's adding, I guess, to that is doing whatever it takes, right? So like, all right, you need me to line up a wide receiver, okay, I'll line up a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You need me to you need me to be the primary running back, I'll be the primary running back, which which Woody was what he was down there in Jacksonville on Sunday. Um and so I think just the versatility, right? The ability to do whatever it takes. Whenever his number is called, um, huge shout out to Debo for doing that because he provide. I mean, Wilson came in there, he did his part as well, but uh, Debo was the key cog of the run game on Sunday in that win against Jacksonville. So uh, well, man, I, I got to get done. I'm sorry for cutting you off right there, man. One of these days, one of these days, I'm gonna learn how to do this thing <laughs> and not cut you off. Uh, but uh, you know, if I get you know another 20 years of practice, uh, but Debo. I played with Jerry. I knew how they would go through the week and try to find ways to get Jerry, get the ball in Jerry's hands because he was the most dynamic player on the offense. That's what they're doing with Debo now. That's, that's, that's what I see them doing. Debo is the best player on the offense. He has this season. We'll see what happens next year. We can talk about what happened in the past. Right now, this season, he's the best player on the offense, and it makes sense to get the ball into his hands in every possible way. That's what they're doing, um, and you know, and that that right there is just proof positive. As you're talking about, he's 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 your running game threat. He's the screen threat. He's the jet sweep threat. He's the down the field threat. <laughs> he's all the that. offense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all that. Yeah, I mean, and and all that just says like like he's the tone setter, right? Yeah. Um, and so I, I think that's huge, especially for you know a team that's struggling and you know trying to find its footing, and you can even say its identity. Um, I, I think you 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 definitely need a guy like that, um, someone dependable, someone you can rely on, and someone who's going to just be willing to step up and make plays and, and saying, look, I, I'm going to be the guy to make the plays, and, and so far it's been him. Um. B.A. had a perfect game. Seven targets, seven catches. Uh, good on him. Um, no, it's I thought, amazing how, how he catches more when they throw him more. Weird how that works, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, we had that discussion. It's, it's amazing. It's strange. It's amazing how when they, they say you're working hard, you're doing everything, but you're not getting touches. And we just said, like, why not get some touches in the game and not just during the week? 
It's amazing how that happens. Yeah, that, but that anyway. whole more touches in the game instead of during the week. That just that makes too much sense, Ed. We can't really we can't really go there. That, 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 that too much, too much. Um, all right, so those are our game balls. Uh, so we both agree. Debo gets a game ball. I got an honorable mention for uh, for Jeff Wilson and also for uh, for Jimmy G. Uh, your boy's back off IR, Ed. Uh-huh. Appreciate you for uh for yeah, I wasn't down. gonna say anything. I, you know, <laughs> I thought you were going on like you you know. I, I, I wasn't sure if you were going on for the whole year. Oh, season like, ended. <laughs> but I but I was getting worried. I, I tell really you what, worried. if 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 this if this stint had gone zero and two as opposed to two and zero, actually you know if they would have lost in Jacksonville, coach. Season in and IR. Just go ahead and I'll meet you at the draft, ED. I'll meet you. I'll meet you at You wouldn't have been the only one if they had lost to Jacksonville. You wouldn't have been the only one going on IR. It would have been a whole lot of people limping around. Oh man. No. Hey, but appreciate you, Big Dog. Appreciate uh all our our uh our our, our listeners out there, um, all the faithful out there, all the the messages and everything that were sent um on all the tweets and everything so definitely appreciate that uh your boy's back you know they got a little antibiotics in the system a little cranberry juice a little <laughs> little h2o we ready to go we ready to go um all right so this team has won two in a row now right and now all of a sudden they're five and five mm-hmm. and uh you look at the big the big scheme the big picture um playoffs are attainable as we look at it right now um that's a little bit too much further down the line i want to talk about this on a micro level Mm -hmm. the the formula Mm -hmm. for winning Mm -hmm. the formula for this team to be successful i think we all knew what that formula was coming in i think more than ever we saw it on display more than ever this season, we saw it on display these last two weeks, right? First against the Rams, and then obviously last week against uh, this past Sunday against against mm-hmm. the Jaguars. And so it, it's interesting to me because it's like, okay, this team can't do this. They can't do that. They look like they don't have an identity. What's the plan? We've talked about that for weeks on in. You come in these last couple of weeks and – the formula is the formula, right? And it showed, like, it's proven that it still works. Against certain uh, teams, yeah. And, okay, well, expound on that. It, it worked again. Well, Jacksonville is Jack. Look, like Jacksonville is a bad team. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so, so like they are bad, right? So every, everything will work. Any, anything will work against Jacksonville. But but the formula that, that they that they successfully beat the Rams with it's the same thing they did against um, Jacksonville against the Rams. The Rams are a talented football team, extremely talented football team. Um, They're a tough football team. They're not a bully team. Uh, The previous week they got bullied by Tennessee. When when you come in and you, it's, it's so talented and, and, physical or people always say all of this stuff like everybody in the nfl is physical every team is physical they're 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 all big strong grown men that play football for a living a bunch of alphas everybody's physical so now but 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 there's a bully mentality that some teams have and the and the rams weren't prepared the the rams know know that they are better talent wise than the 49ers lining up and that would they they weren't prepared to get bullied 
especially coming off of the previous week, they were like, so everybody was ready now because they just got they got pushed around by Tennessee. Well, the Niners pushed them around again. So that so that formula, it, it worked. And what I told I, I told you before that game, them what did I say? If they win that game, it tells me more about the Rams than the Niners. I wanted to see them. And you, you said that. that. You said I that. Said, you yeah, said I that. said that before. I, I said, and that's why. That's why after the game, I, I put out one tweet right after the game, and I and I just kind of laughed. I was like, the Rams are talking about going to the Super Bowl. Like, I'm sorry, you're. That's not a championship football team. That just like I saw it, there is no way when they hit playoff time, coaches aren't going to look at that and be like, guys, just ball up. Like like my DB coach used to say, just ball up. You, you might as well ball up your fist on Wednesday. Just ball up your fist and keep it balled up all week long and be prepared to punch them as soon as you see them because they don't know how to react to getting punched first. I saw that. And that's what's going to happen to them in the playoffs. They're going to get punched in the face. Uh, now, with that being said, you go to Jacksonville. You called it already. Jacksonville is not a good football team. Man. Jacksonville looks like J- Jacksonville looks like a college, like, like they have a college head coach. Like they're not, they're not ready to play NFL ball yet. They got, you know, young players at key positions. Um, and just the way they, everybody there has to learn the system. I, I, I told you before on the pod, before the pod, I told you, I said, it's a Chip Kelly um, experiment with the Niners where it's, it's like, you're a really good college coach, but you got to figure out how to do things in the NFL, how to get it across the NFL players. And, and that's just, so the Niners formula definitely worked against them. I don't think anybody was surprised that they lost to Jacksonville. Like you said, you were going to shut it down if they lost. So yeah, no one's surprised that. that they beat Jacksonville. That's, that's just how it is. So now, but by doing so, two in a row, confidence comes from doing, man. You start winning, you start to believe you can win. Um, and it, it shows, for me, this shows what I've been saying the entire time. They haven't had a plan. Because because you you just said the formula works, so you weren't coaching and getting things prepared properly to put guys in position in a lot of other games to win. So that's what that's what I'm still on. I, I just want to see how this is going to play out. And that's user error, right? That's that's operational yeah. error, right? Yes, yes. Because you, you know you you have to look at. You beat the bad teams, you're supposed to beat the bad teams. You're right. You're supposed to beat a Jacksonville. But that's how you're supposed to beat them. You, you, I mean, you're better than them. It should should show. shouldn't be a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah it, not, it wasn't. Unlike the Bears, right? Yes, unlike the Bears. Bears, are, that's a bad football team. The Colts, you look at some of these teams, and I'm just like, you got to be better than that against these guys. Um, and when you're not, as you just said, user error. So, um, Maybe, and we will see if everything has gotten itself in, in order and they figured it out and they have a plan moving forward. Um, you like to get that earlier in the year, but if, but if you can make a stretch, no, seriously, you, October is the month that you really want to just take over, um, which is where most teams fall apart. Reason being, September, everybody's excited. We, this is how we used to look at it when I, when, we were, when I was in the Niners locker room. Everybody's ready to go, feeling good. Most of the bodies are healthy. Everybody's going to the Super Bowl. Everybody's going to be the season. That's right. Everybody, Jacksonville's going to the Super Bowl in September. Everybody's going to the Super Bowl. And, that's how, and so everyone's there. But then you hit October. In October, we always looked at it as moving season because it's too far away from the excitement of the, of the beginning of the season. It's too far 
removed from Pro Bowl playoff times. So you're so it's like one of those times where you got a chance. Those four weeks right there, you can kind of separate yourselves and establish yourself for that run. Look at a team like um, Arizona. You know, you come out and and you you get those early games, and now you're sitting there situated to where even if something goes wrong, the confidence is already there. They're playing with Colt McCoy and winning because everybody else is like, hey man, Tyler Tyler's out. That's got nothing to do with us. They expect to win now. So I would have liked to have seen the Niners kind of figure something out earlier. So that's all. So now I just want to see, have they figured it out? Cause it's hard to tell. Like I said, you got punching the Rams weren't, weren't ready to play that game. There's, there's no way I'm, I'm people, you guys know how I feel about the Rams, but there's no way the Niners were supposed to beat the Rams. The, that, that, that right there just told me everything I need to know about the Rams. They're like, like, they're like, please. Uh, I don't even want to talk about them winning the championship. That's comical. Um, yeah, you know, I, I feel the way about them winning one the way I feel about your Dodgers winning a championship, but <laughs> hold him hold him sport. <laughs> hold him for sport. The Dodgers play really well until then. <laughs> you know it. You know. <laughs> but but back to the back to the Niners. Um two in a row is two in a row, bro. Two in a row is two in a row. And if they can get things fixed. I, I, you, I'm, I'm the first, I'm the first to say, okay, but I just need more of a sample size. I really do. Um, because I've seen them not have, I've seen them more times than not, not have it figured out this season. So I'm not going to let my heart make me think, okay, now they got it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's we need, they need to prove it to themselves a few more times first. Yeah, there, there's there's some some reservations on my part, um, just for the simple fact that you said I I need. I was texting with a buddy the other day, and he's like, "Well, what do you think about our boys?" I'm like, "You know, I need to see a larger sample size." I mean, I, I do. I mean, at, at this rate, like, I, I don't know that this team has necessarily turned the corner, or that they're even ready to to get ready to be at that level, which we thought they were going to be at at the beginning of the season, right? Obviously, two wins in a row is great. You get back to 500, that's great. You're in the playoff picture, yada, yada. Or you're on the outside, you know, looking at the playoff picture, but you're close. All those things are great. Um, you know, you beat a team in the division, that that, that that's that's huge, right? I mean, division wins are, are always, you know, um, big. Um, you beat up on a bad Jacksonville team, which I mean, you should have, right? I mean, that team is. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many more ways to say it. Like, that's just a bad football team. Um, and and a team, and, and, a team that may be looking for a new coach next year. I, we, I know we don't agree on this, but I, I just do not see Irvin coming back next year. But that's just well, well, you know, no, no, no. Well, this is all I said is that if he walks, Florida's away, open, Ed. Florida's he, back open. If he walks away. He's done. That's all because he's walked away from too many teams. So, so that's just, they're not going to fire him. And if he, yeah, if they're he, not going to fire him. I, but and if, he walk, if if Urban walks away, then he's walking away from football. But see, the difference is you. I think if he walks away, he's walking into something. I don't. I think, think so. I think he's walking from Jacksonville to Gainesville, probably. I okay. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. I don't I don't I I just don't see another organization saying after he's quit a few, I don't see another organization saying that we can build our program around you when you decide every other year that you don't want to coach. Because he wins. 
I mean, he, I agree he's done in the NFL, but at the collegiate level, I, well, come on back, Irvin. Come on well, back to Gainesville. Any, anyway, you know what? You know who? You know who I don't care about? Urban and Jacksonville. <laughs> right, so yeah, we can keep it moving. We, you know what I do care about in this game though. And you just mentioned we were talking about you know the guys playing and the plan and all these type things. Um, our QB ten. Uh, I'm looking at this game and early on in this game, you know, you had that first drive and things are going down. Um, and this, this is the benefit of playing a bad football team. Uh, Cause that you got three points out of that first drive, Jimmy Garoppolo in that drive. He had one, there was one route. He had a check down to Wilson. Everything played out perfect read and he threw the ball behind him on the sideline. And I was like, that's an easy swing pass. Like that, that was a bad throw. So he ends up catching the ball from behind when this should have been a big play. Yeah, I mean, it was short of the that's, first down marker. It was, yeah. it was short of the first down mark, and that should have been a big – if he hits him in stride, then that's not a tough throw for for a professional quarterback. You know, for me, for you, it, it, it's a tough throw. But for him, that's that's a pro quarterback. That shouldn't be a tough throw. So just little things like that. Then you get down into the into the red zone. He's got wide there, – there, there were a couple of times in that game where he had guys wide open for just little – you know, just little darts, just, just drop it there. Just a flick of the wrist. And he missed them against good teams. He can't do that. He's got to be better than that. Jimmy is supposed to be better than that. And if we talk about the good quarterbacks in this league, yes, they all make mistakes. They don't miss those. They, you, you, Tom Brady doesn't miss that throw. Aaron Rodgers doesn't miss that throw. Um, Mahomes, um, you know, um, Herbert, we, we can we can go we can go hell Wentz doesn't miss that you know they don't miss that throw are you talking about the Wilson throw in the end zone is that one of the ones you're talking about um I'm talking about yeah that one in the end zone there was yeah, I thought one. I thought Jeff I thought he slowed down well he did bit. he he did he slowed down he slowed down a little bit he he did and then there was another um and 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 a, and a, and a part but you know what even the slowing down you can say well he slowed down on his route um and that's what threw it off. And or you can say he slowed down on the route because he was five yards butt naked, and all he had to do was just toss it to him. It's like, why, why, why am I making this hard on my quarterback? I'm wide open. There's nobody covering me. Just throw it to me. So there's that too. Okay. Regardless, that should that should have been. You run, I mean, you run 20 plays, that needs to result in seven, not three. And there, and there were other opportunities and situations like that where, like, okay, you got it. You have to make that – there are certain throws, just easy throws to keep drives going or get points on the board. You're, you're going to have to do that in crucial times. Um, and you can't – you just can't miss them. You, you just simply can't miss them. And, and I know, yes, there, you make mistakes and all these type things, but it was just like playing, you know, when you're playing out there, there, there comes a time, you can't miss certain tackles. Or like I used, like I told you, like, you can't slip. Like, well, it's rainy, it's snowing, it's all, like, it doesn't matter. I'm a DB, I can't slip. Yeah. I, 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 just, I just can't slip. I can't have bad foot. I can't slip on that play. Well, you know, you're human and these things are going to happen. Like, no, it can't happen then in that moment. And that's the difference in being that guy and a guy and that's what i want to see i want to see you know what well, it's, it's uh, I've, I've seen it that that's the that's why jimmy is in the situation he's in right now because he's had too many of those plays that a guy can miss and he's missed them which starts to make you a guy 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't really see it that way. I know a lot of people were making a big deal about the Wilson play in the end zone, um, and I immediately uh, like I. I just it was it was easy, right? I just felt like it was a huge you know overreaction. Um, for the most part, I mean, he he made some throws that I thought were pretty impressive. Um, he made some touch throws up the boundary that I thought were pretty pretty impressive off his back foot. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's I, I, I mean, I guess that's always the case, kind of with Jimmy, right? Yeah. I mean, you kind of take the good with the bad, right? But I will well, say that's this: the case, that's the case with the quarterback, and, and then say what you have to say because because this is the thing. I, Jimmy is in a situation, and I'm I'm guilty of it. He's going. You're the quarterback for the Niners. You're going to be compared against legends. Trey, guess what? Your time's coming. Yeah. Trey, when, when you get there, nobody's going to be comp- – they're comparing you to Jimmy right now. When you take over, oh, no, it's Steve and Joe. Yeah, it's Steve and Joe. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> that, that's who you're going to be measured against. Not You're not going to be measured against 10. It's 16 and 8. Trey's going to be compared to Steve and Joe. Um, yes. that, 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 that is for sure. Um, I will say this about Jimmy, though. Okay. I'll, say, I'll say this about 10. I know you're gonna love this, Ed. You know, I love all things Tim. He, he he's the best quarterback in the league since week eight, according to our uh, best friends over at PFF. So um, there you have it. Well, you know what I've told you about your best. <laughs> friend I've told you that for years. Numbers numbers lie, bro. I've been telling you that. For years. <laughs> I can make the numbers look any way I want to make them look. You know. That, that's how, you know, that's one of those things. Best quarterback since week eight, ED. Best one in the league. That's what there you go. With, you know, balls that should have been caught and balls that weren't catchable and all of this type stuff and everything. I'm like, man, you can't almost catch a ball. You know, your quarterback gets a great rating because he threw a ball that should have been caught. That's, you know what they call that? Incomplete. That's an incompletion. That's yeah. an incompletion. And that doesn't help you. So it's it's however you want to skew it. By, and then, by, by guys who aren't in the building and don't understand, don't know the scheme, don't know and, the, the, and, the plan of the play, don't know anything. Yeah. So it, you know, and, and like I say, if I can, you can have a hundred passer rating if you're throwing a hundred checkdowns. It's it's, you know, it's it's how it's like certain receivers we used to cover, and you'd be like, okay, this dude isn't gonna hurt you. He's gonna irritate you. It was like, okay, so you caught twelve curls. It was like, oh, he had 12 catches. Yeah, he had 12 catches, and they were all six yards deep. You know, you know, you were catching a bunch of hitches, and it's like that doesn't it doesn't bother you. I mean, I remember playing against the Carolina Panthers, and they they did that one time, and it was like they they kept throwing all these little routes, and you know, and um, I mean Willie Green and Willie Willie Green had like eight catches. Like Willie Green didn't catch a ball past seven yards the whole game. They had a hundred and they had a, they had less than 120 yards total offense. But he had his eight catches. Like, like okay, you, you you got your ass handed to you that day. <laughs> you you didn't have 120 yards of total offense. But the attaboy with those catches. So it's it's all in how you want to. You know my my thing on that. So, so let me ask you this. Plain and simple, because I know you can see. I know what numbers say, and this is what I always say. I can see. Has Jimmy Garoppolo? Been the best quarterback in the NFL since week eight. Absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's so. so I, that's what I can not. see. Absolutely. I can not. See. I'm not saying he's the worst quarterback. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying those numbers and all that stuff. That's ridiculous. He's not the best quarterback 
He hasn't been the best quarterback since week eight. He's not the best quarterback in the league. He's winning some football week, games. Week eight for reference was the Bears game. Um, so, so again, there, there you go. I, I mean, he 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 hasn't been the best quarterback. I, I'm I'm sure we've seen some better quarterbacking um than what Jimmy has put up. So like I said, the numbers, it depends on how you want to look at it and what you want to say. Um so if he's been I'll say this, I'll say he he's had three of his better performances of the season since week eight. I think the Bears what week are we in? We're in we're this is we're coming up on week twelve. That was Jacksonville was week eleven. So we're coming up on on week twelve. So so the, the the Bears game um the Rams game and the Jaguars game probably three of his better performances and Niners are three and one during this stretch okay uh that the other other game in there was the Cardinals game in which I don't I mean I I don't I don't think anybody played well in that game okay okay well you know what hey he's I'll take it you know they that's a so if he can be the best quarterback you know for the remainder of the season um, that gives them an opportunity. Give him, give him a chance. Gives him a chance. Give yeah. the Niners a chance, right? Yeah. We, all, we all got a chance if he can do that. So I'll, I'll take it. I'm just saying, I, I, that's all I just did with the numbers. You know, like I said, I can't, I, I, I would love to say that we have the best quarterback in the league and our quarterback is playing better than anybody. He's not, he's not, cause I can see, uh, you know, like I said, I watched the game the other day. He's, he's, he does some really good things. But he does, he misses on the easy things across the board, and I wanted and be that guy to where you when when you're feeling it, you're feeling it. Because so if he's the best quarterback over this stretch, you shouldn't be missing, you know, Wilson. You shouldn't be throwing the checkdowns behind guys and things like that. You're you're supposed to be better than that. So that's that's my little take. No, I, I I'll, I'll agree with that. Be like Debo. If you want to be the best, you want me to say you're the best. Play like Debo. We all could use a little Debo. Hey, that's it. That's for sure. In in football and in life. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. <laughs> he is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Um, one more thing before we put a button on this one. Trey Sermon. There's a lot, there was a lot of conversation, a lot of conversation about Trey Sermon entering this game. You know, was he going to get any carries? Did, what what was Kyle actually going to be forced to give him the football coming out of the backfield? This, that, or the other. Um, what did you see from Trey in in, in his his time and in his time uh, on Sunday uh, out there in Jacksonville? Um, that's another to be continued. But that's that's all it's 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 again it's such a small sample size it's still it's a work in progress it's learning we all want to see these guys get out and um and do a lot um the way things are going right now i it's it's hard for anyone and, and especially i just think about all the conversations i had with frank gore about just getting in a groove and getting and, and getting a feel for things and knowing what a team is going to do and how it takes you a minute to get that going to show what you can really do. Um, and that was that's when he was a veteran player. You got young guys trying to figure out the league and then the way they're being used is not it's not like they're not the guy. So um 
I'm not going to be harsh on any of those. I'm not going to be harsh on Trey um, because it's, it's just it's such a small sample size right now. But what are your thoughts? Well, see, I, I, I said this earlier in the season, right? I said there's something – I forget what game it was, but he wasn't really getting the carries, and I think it was it was Debo maybe getting the bulk of the carries. Um, you know, and, his, and Elijah was hurt during the time, which he didn't play Sunday either, which is a whole other conversation that we yeah. – <laughs> But um, – and, and I was like, it seemed to me like there's something there with Kyle and Trey Sermon to where maybe he – He's just not comfortable with him being back there. He doesn't trust him or this, that, or the other. One thing that I saw on Sunday, this, this past Sunday against the Jags, um, and it it was maybe – when you look at radio, when you look at Elijah, like those are speed guys, right? Yeah. But one thing that they do is they're going 100 miles an hour into the line of scrimmage, into yeah. the hole, right? Mm-hmm. Trey's probably a little bit more methodical in his approach, a little bit more patient. Mm. And I think that's hurt him, or at least that hurt him on a few runs uh, on Sunday. So I don't know if it's a matter of maybe he's being too patient or maybe he's not sure what he's seen or what he's looking at. Not sure. But I think I think there's clearly there's clearly a disconnect there with what Kyle wants from him or what the offense wants from him and what he's giving them. Because we all know Trey Sermon can carry the rock, right? We've seen it. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen it at this level, but we know that that he was more than capable of playing at a high level, um, you know, a, a, as a collegiate. And so I think there's something there. Like, I don't know, like, can you be too patient as a running back? Like, is, is that such a thing? Um, well, we've seen some patience out, out of some really good ones. I was mentioning Frank. Frank was Frank was a master a master at setting up his blocks and being patient and, and knowing, but also what Frank was a savant at when it came to his running back position is what I, I talk about with Trey, what he has to figure out. Where is the danger coming from? Yeah. So yeah. you can be patient. So you say, can you be too patient? Yes, you can be too patient because that's always a good thing. You want to hit it and fast, but you want the linemen to do what they need to do or your or your, your tight ends blocking or guys pulling or whatever. You want all these things to fall into place, but you got to know where the danger is. You got to know where the free hitter is and, 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 and who's going to be affected by what. And if you wait too long, is that guy going to be able to slip behind something? If you go too fast, is he going to be able to go over the top of it? All of these things you got to figure out. Um, and, and that comes from playing. And those holes close very quickly yeah, in the Yeah, NFL. they do. Yeah, they do. And, and they're not going to be big. It's 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 rare. It's rare that although Kyle, you know, they, they are this office is pretty good about scheming open Grand Canyon size lanes for guys, but that's rare. But they will get them every now and then. And the fast guys, as you mentioned earlier, they hit them and they just go. Um, you don't know when those are going to come. When you see them. It's like it's got to be a quick burst and go. Um, but most of the time, you know, it's like Gail Sayers, man, you're six inches of daylight. That's all you you got to you got to know where to expect that daylight to hit. And you got to be prepared to get into it. You got to. So if you're setting things up, being patient, you got to know where that opening and that crease is going to come. And I think that's just that's why I said I just want to see a little bit more. He hasn't been yeah. on the field. Yeah, and we've talked about this. Like, so much of it is fit, right? Like, yep. where a player gets drafted and, and, and the subsequent success he has a result, as a result 
uh, of, of being in the place, you know, where he's drafted, like, you know, fit, it has a whole lot to do with it. Um, yeah. And every player and, can't play in every scheme. Yeah. Every, yeah. And, and I, and, that, and that's a real thing. And, and, and I, we even go back to draft, like, you know, both of you and I talked about it, like Elijah, Elliott, like, yeah, he may have been the later round pick, but like he fits this offense a whole lot better than Trey Sermon does. And okay. so, um, I mean, it, it's so easy to throw the whole bus label out there and this out or the other. Like, I, I'm not going to go there with Trey Sermon, but but I will question the fit. I, I don't know if it's a fit. Well, I already told you my theory, and I'll say it again for those who haven't heard it. There is no such thing as a bust. People always say that this guy's a bust. Now, what a team may have done is overreached in their evaluation of where they wanted to draft this guy. So because a player is drafted in the first round or first day or whatever, there's this expectation that they're supposed to perform a certain manner. Player didn't draft himself. Mm -mm. So the team may have selected that guy prematurely. Doesn't mean that that guy can't play. But what happens is that there is a certain amount of expectation and um, and timetable when you are drafted in a certain position to where people expect you to perform so you don't have that developmental time that you may necessarily need so that's on the team not the player so that goes right into what you said so that's what you mean by fit i'm just like breaking that down just a little bit more that that's what i think you mean when you say fit or that's how i view fit because that's that's on the team yeah not, not the player um as I said, every very few players can go from system to system, team to team, and perform well. It's just it's it's very very hard to get guys to do that um, because most guys are kind of locked in, and there's just certain things that they do well. It's rare that you get get players that can do everything that a position asks. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's real. Like, you, you'll find guys that can, like, this dude will give you, he, he, man, he might give you 1,400 yards, you know, average every single year, but he can't catch a lick out of the backfield. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Or this dude's got the best hands. He's shifty. He's shaky. But if you send him between the tackles more than 10 times a game, his body breaks down. Not, yeah, it's not going to hold up. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's all in how you look at it. I mean, you know, it's, it's one of Christian McCaffrey type thing where Christian McCaffrey, he's doing all this stuff. And this dude is, I mean, he's everything across the board and all this stuff and everything. And, and now he, he gives you what, seven games a year after carrying the ball a thousand times one season. So it's, it's, you, you got to figure out how to utilize guys. Um, so that, the, so that their skill set can, can be consistent for you. And I'm not, I, I don't throw out the bus label. Let's just see how the kid plays, let him grow, see what happens. Um, and that, that's what I'm going to do right now. I'm more I'm more concerned with um, I'm more concerned with the guys with the with the controllers in their hands right now. That's that's what you know where you know which you pushing the B button at the right time. If so, all good. Facts. Uh, Turkey Day approaching, Ed. Um, mm -hmm. One of my favorite holidays, man. Probably my favorite holiday, actually. Uh, Turkey Day. What 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 uh what gets you excited about this particular holiday? Uh, just all the family together. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those times where all the family is you know it will be there. I will have um all of my children under the roof 
at the same time. So that's that's a good thing. That's dope. You know? That's that's all that's always good. We got my little my little grandma granddaughter everything. You know, so all of, all of the babies will be here. So that that's what gets me going, man. I that that's why it is, you know, a good a, you know a, one of those favorite holidays. How about you, man? Wait, could you do any like when you were playing though? Like was was it just kind of a hit and miss type thing or um well it depends on where you what you had to do um most of the time you know like if i was on the team if we had to play on thanksgiving you know it depends on where you were um you know i had a couple years where like right after the game i was able to just like just jump on a plane and go go home and um so I got to, I'd get there like Thanksgiving night or do that. Um, you know, if, if, so I, you had that, if, if we were, if we didn't have a game on, on Thanksgiving, you know, you would get part of the day, but you're still going to go in and work. It's a Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday is a big work that's day. A big day. Yeah. That's a big, that's, that's, that's nickel day. So you're putting in all your, all your past stuff, all your, all your blitzes and everything like that. So that's that's what you were doing. So you're gonna have a full work day, and then you get in, and and that was it. So you you were there, for you were there for the for the for the night. You know you weren't gonna be there eating turkey all day and watching the game, but you just got used to it, it, it because remember the holidays were work days for us because everybody was at home watching you play. Yeah, so that, that's what I was. So you know I played games on I played games on Thanksgiving. I played games on Christmas. I played games on New Year's. Yeah, it's it's you just you know part you, that's, that's, yeah. part, that's, that's part of it so you don't you don't even think about it that's just part of it as, as long as you had tuesday off you were happy yeah. <laughs> 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 no nah, i mean it's the same over here man it, it's it's great just to um just to be amongst the family you know what i mean last yeah. year we didn't we didn't really we didn't get to do anything at all um so that i have the opportunity this year to be able to to do something um you know probably still on a smaller scale but 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 just to be able to do something i think is great um and i love thanksgiving because it's just a time to be thankful right thankful for all the the, yeah. the things that you know have taken place all your blessings you know how, how you've been able to bless others this that or the other um and, and and you don't have to give a gift, right? I mean, like it's not that I don't like giving gifts, but like some holidays can yeah. be about can be about that, right? Where this is just an opportunity just to just to you know express thanks and gratefulness and, and things of that nature. So more, yeah. more holidays should be that way. Yeah, right. Facts, right? Or just days, period, right? Like yeah. every day, every day's a day of Thanksgiving, right? Um all right. Well, happy happy Thanksgiving to all of you out there, faithful. Uh, we definitely love and appreciate uh, all of you and all your continued support of the Believe in 49ers podcast. Um, so for my partner, Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. We will see you later this week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.